What's up, fans? Main guy Zach is back. Guys, time of the prize is back here. I am in the podcasting booth. Uh, it's good to be back. I got allergies like like none other, like a motherfucker today, man. I was going to say, my nose has been clogged up all weekend, so I got that going on. And then I got a severe case of dry mouth for some fucking reason. But yeah, we're going to push through this one today, and we're going to do the best we can. But yep, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, and uh, I was going to say, let's get started. So yeah, we had the NBA Finals uh, conclude last Thursday. The Golden State Warriors, once again, are the NBA champions. So they defeated the Boston Celtics 103-90. to uh, game six at Boston, uh, Steph Curry had 34 points, and finally he uh, got his first uh, final NBA Finals MVP. Well-deserved. He had a great game, uh, game six. And as I mentioned in our uh, last episode, this is the most basketball I've watched in my entire life. I'm 25 years old, and I've watched more basketball during this entire playoffs and NBA finals than I've had in my entire uh, life and you know what I got kicked myself in the ass because you know what everyone wants to say something about the NBA and even me like yeah the NBA you know it's not the most you know I mean obviously if you're a big fan of the NBA it's exciting for you but for me I'm a football guy you guys know this but you know the finals and the playoffs were absolutely phenomenal uh, in my opinion so I'll definitely have to keep watching basketball but it was uh it was a great finals Boston showed some life uh, unfortunately they couldn't um, seal the deal uh, the Warriors man I mean they were they were coming back they were fighting they never gave up um, I think in the game six they were down 14 to 2 at one point and then they came back and Steph Curry or Chef Curry I should say cooking up some uh, three-pointers and uh, he, he looked unstoppable but yeah it explains that 34 points and yeah he was uh, definitely kicking some ass but yeah the Golden State Warriors are the NBA champions so all you uh, Warriors fans I don't know if you're legit fans or bandwagon fans <laughs> they they uh, win their fourth NBA title in eight years so that's amazing I mean obviously they're a dynasty team at this point I mean you got Steph Curry you got Draymond Green you got Clay Thompson the big three uh, as they've been called and that's the thing the past two years prior to this they missed the playoffs and that was because uh, there was a lot of injuries and uh, you know, obviously when you're missing your key players um, next guys have to step up but you need the key players in order to you know go on and uh, compete for NBA championships but they were all healthy and then you had the additions of uh, Andrew Wiggins who was phenomenal in this uh, in the NBA finals and even throughout the playoffs I mean he was just another asset uh, to that offense and then Jordan Poole uh, he was he had his shiny moments everyone did their job even uh, Gary Payton uh the second uh, Gary Payton's son, he he had some shiny moments as well. But yeah, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Draymond Green really stepped up in this game. I do believe he had like 12 rebounds uh, in Game Six, so he really stepped up. Obviously, there was a lot of criticism of how, how he was playing. He wasn't scoring enough points, uh, wasn't really doing his job. But he silenced those critics, and he's an NBA champion now. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, he can he can uh, silence all the critics with that. And then Clay Thompson back. Uh, he was out for two years, man. He tore his ACL, and then when he was recovering from his torn ACL, he tore his Achilles. So, yeah, it has been a rough go around for Clay Thompson. But seeing him, uh, it was one of the first games I watched during the NBA playoffs, and I just saw him play, and he was just draining threes like it was nothing. Like, he never missed a beat. I mean, he's uh, he's unbelievable. He's an unbelievable basketball player. But now the question is, how do you retain all those guys? I mean, obviously, Steph Curry signed a big contract. Um, I think it was – 
last year uh, big contract, but then now you gotta see if Draymond Green is gonna stick around, Clay Thompson and uh, Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole also voiced their uh, desire to stay with the Golden State Warriors. So, you know, a lot, a lot of question marks for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, try to retain that team, but we'll see what happens. So now let's talk about Boston. Boston, credit to them, man. I mean, honestly, they 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 looked really good. Obviously, in that Heat series, they were dominant. They were kicking ass. Uh, you know, taking names and Jason Tatum looked great. Uh, Marcus Smart looked phenomenal. Uh, Jalen Brown had its had his moments. Al Horford, the veteran, uh, he was he he did his job. You know, even in Game Six of the NBA Finals, he had uh, 14 rebounds uh, as well or up there as well. So, yeah, the Boston Celtics. I mean, I was gonna say they they look pretty damn good too. So now you wonder what they're gonna do uh, during the off season. I mean, they're gonna lose players or they're gonna try to resign some top players. Who knows? But. Yeah, definitely. Congratulations to both teams. It was an exciting NBA Finals. Uh, but yeah, the Golden State Warriors are your NBA champions. So it should be an interesting one. And then, uh, yeah, we'll have to wait till October for an NBA to start. And then we'll see how our Pistons do. I know there's some uh, Pistons fans out there. Uh, Cade Cunningham looked, and from the highlights I watched, he looked phenomenal. But obviously you need a whole team to uh, win games and make it to the playoffs and win championships. So, yeah, we'll see what happens uh, with the uh, with the NBA going into next season. But, yep, Golden State Warriors are your NBA champions, the fourth NBA title for them in eight years. So, yeah, they are the most – they are the dominant team uh, in the NBA right now. And then Steph Curry, as I mentioned before, finally gets his NBA uh, Finals MVP. Well-deserved. I mean, like I said, game six, he was on fire. Like, no one can stop him. 34 points. The guy was a machine. So, But, yeah, I was going to say, definitely have to watch more basketball. And I know Crazy Chris, uh, he, he told me that I have to stop, uh, start watching more basketball as well. And so I will definitely do that. I will put that on my bucket list. And then uh, we can talk about more basketball on the podcast for all you basketball fanatics out there. So, yeah, we got that. The Warriors are in the NBA champions, baby. So we got that. And then um, let's let's see what else we got here. Uh, I was going to say, I think that's pretty much it for the Warriors and Celtics. So, yeah, let's hop over to the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, my goodness. Colorado, the Avalanche, up 2 nothing against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. I mean, what the hell is going on in Tampa Bay, man? I mean, they just look flat in both games, one and two. I mean, even in game one, you know, they scored those uh, two goals in the – uh, second period to tie it up 3-3 and then obviously the third period uh, no one scored and then that overtime goal from Colorado uh, sealed the deal for game one but then game two what what happened like <laughs> Colorado beat the shit out of the lightning seven nothing I mean that uh, that's like a baseball score man I mean you don't really see that in hockey but seven nothing I mean I even watched that game that that game was uh it was a complete domination by the Avalanche. I mean, they have a lot of great stars on there. They got Kale McCarr, you got Nathan McKinnon, you got Comfer, you got uh, Gabriel Landeskog. I mean, you got a lot, lot of top players on that team and a lot of goal scorers. And how they play, they they go up and down that ice, man. One end of the ice to the other. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable how fast they get up and down that ice and. Uh, I don't think the Tampa Bay Lightning were ready for them. I really think they were not ready for that kind of speed and that kind of aggression from the 
Colorado Avalanche. So I was say game three on tonight, 8 p.m. in Tampa Bay. So we'll see if uh, Tampa Bay can get their shit together and uh, win this game. They need to. If they go down three nothing, they might be in trouble. So we'll see what what happens. But yeah, I was gonna say the Stanley Cup Finals. Holy moly! I mean, and I was reading something. I saw something. I think ESPN. Uh, said something about uh, even before the season even started the odds uh, the favorites to win the Stanley Cup uh, number one was Colorado and then number two were the Tampa Bay Lightning and now they're both competing against each other in the Stanley Cup Finals so crazy crazy how uh, Vegas can predict that but they're both in the Stanley Cup Finals now and you know you thought they would be evenly matched but I guess we still have a lot of hockey to play you know game three is on tonight in Tampa so maybe Tampa can uh, uh, get a win but I was going to say that game two performance that was just that was unbelievable I never seen um a game like that before my entire life, especially in the Stanley Cup Finals. And knowing how much talent Tampa Bay has, I mean, you got Nikita Kucherov, you got Victor Hedman, you got Stamkos, you got Braden Point, you got Ryan McDonough, you know, Andre Vasilevsky, one of the greatest goalies of all time, giving up seven goals. I mean, unheard of, unheard of. So uh, they definitely need to uh, make some adjustments for tonight's game and uh, get the win. So I'll definitely be watching that. I might be playing some poker later, but I'll have the TV in the background, so I'll watch some some of the game. But Colorado looks like a pretty damn t- good team, but I wouldn't sleep on the Tampa Bay Lightning just yet. Um, obviously, we've seen this before, even uh, in the Easter Conference Finals when the, when the Rangers were up 2 nothing in, in that series, and then Tampa Bay came back, and, and the Rangers never won another game. So um, I'm not going to... I'm not going to get my hopes up just yet. And, um, you know, I know Andrew Golick, uh, shout out to him. He's a big uh, Colorado Avs fan. We've been talking a little bit on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of agree that um, we can't, you know, you can't take uh, Tampa Bay lightly. I mean, you can't really sleep on them. So, especially at home, you know, they're playing at home tonight. So that should be an interesting game. But, yeah, it's been an exciting playoffs. Even the, Stan- the Stanley Cup playoffs are always exciting. I always watch the Stanley Cup playoffs, even even though my Red Wings are not in there. Hopefully they get in there soon. Come on, Steve Eisman. Get get that team ready. I know, I know, I know you can do it. But, uh, yeah, even though the Detroit Red Wings are not in the playoffs, I still watch uh, the Stanley Cup finals because it's so exciting. You know, you see young stars like Connor McDavid make plays. You know, you see uh, Leon Drossel, uh, you know, all these guys, um, Nathan McKinnon, you know, some of the best in the league today, even veterans like Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin, um, you know, doing what they do best. It's exciting hockey. It's the best time, in my opinion, to watch hockey. So, but yeah, the Stanley Cup finals, I mean, Tampa Bay, Come on, man, get your shit together. Let's make this an exciting series. Let's make this the best Stanley Cup Finals ever. Because, like I said before, ESPN predicted at the beginning of the season that uh, the favorites to win the Stanley Cup this year, uh, one were the Avalanche and two were the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, and Tampa Bay Lightning, they're 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 back to back Stanley Cup champs. So, so yeah, they gotta get their shit together tonight. Game one, game three on tonight, uh, ESPN, eight o'clock. Check it out. Place your bets. Uh, do some parlay betting as well. Should be a go one. But yeah, I was gonna say it's it's crazy. It's crazy that um, <laughs> it's crazy that Colorado's up two nothing in that last game. Uh, <clears throat> I was gonna say the game two 
uh, they won seven nothing. So crazy stuff going on. But yeah, Stanley Cup Finals uh, on tonight, Game Three, eight o'clock. Place your bets. Should be a good one. So yeah, we got that. And then now let's hop over to baseball. So Ty, uh, shout out to Tyler Mizzy, Tyler. Uh, shout out to you, my friend. Uh, I know you're going to like this one. Uh, you probably don't like how the Tigers are doing. They're doing absolutely awful, but it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, they don't really have any, like, star players. I mean, that's the reality of the Detroit Tigers right now. And everyone's saying, oh, yeah, we got to fire Avila. I mean, yeah, obviously that's the that's the, <laughs> that's the the mindset. But, you know, when the players are not performing, um, you know, you really can't blame everything on Avila. I'm not trying to defend Al Avila either. He should have been gone a long time ago, but you know, when guys are not even hitting home runs or not scoring a lot of runs in, like that's horrible baseball. It's horrible. And I'm reading these uh standings right now on ESPN. Uh at home, they have an 18 and 22 record. On the road, they're 8 and 18. That's fucking horrible. And we're in the middle of June. And we got uh, like like I don't know, like 60 more games plus 70 more games plus to play yeah i mean we got another few months for uh baseball so yeah it's not looking too good for the tigers but uh uh all you baseball fanatics like tyler mizzy shout out to mizzy miz man uh <laughs> we did uh he probably did see riley green make his debut saturday uh the detroit tigers top prospect um he was the first tigers um since 1991 to reach base uh, four times. Uh, I was reading this article. Yeah, I was going to say the last, uh, according to Detroit News, uh, the last Tigers player to reach base four times in his big big league debut was Scott Livingstone in 1991, so over 30 years. But uh, I was going to say that's uh, that's uh, promising. I mean, I know it's just one game, um, but, you know, it's good to see uh, young Riley Green uh, make his debut and, make his presence known. That's why he was one of the top prospects, definitely in the Tigers' top prospects. I think he was ranked number two. I think I saw that in Bleacher Report. Um, but, yeah, he reached base four times, so that's that's good. I mean, you want you want players to reach base because, obviously, that's how you're going to score runs. So, But, yeah, it's it, um, it good to see that. But, you know, obviously the Tigers are pretty, pretty, pretty bad. They're, they're trash. Um, I hate to say it, but, you know, it is what it is. Call a spade a spade. Hate me, love me. I do not care, you know. That's uh, you know how you you know how it is on the on the podcast. Guys, time with Bryce. I uh, I do not uh, I do not have a filter. I say what I want to say. I call a spade a spade. I let everyone know how it is. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to defend anything that I don't believe in. Tigers are horrible. They're a horrible team. You know, they can't score runs. They have no star players. I mean, Miguel Cabrera is almost 40 years old. I mean, you know, Spencer Tork Torkelson. You know, what has he done? Uh, Baez, Javier Baez, like what? when's the last time he hit a home run? I mean, this is a, this is a team that doesn't hit a lot of home runs, you know. I mean, they won yesterday. They won 7-3 to three yesterday. I saw that on uh, my uh, phone from uh, Bleacher Report. But, and, yeah, and then Saturday when Riley Green made his debut, they, they scored a season-high 14 runs. It took them almost – it took them three months to do it, but they they did it. And then they ended a six-game losing streak again uh, from the Detroit News. Uh, they beat the Texas Rangers 14-7. to 
Um, and then, you know, even lo- watching highlights, I see that ballpark and it's just, it's, it's disappointing. It's sad to see the ballpark that empty because even me as a kid and teenager, my family and I, we would always go to a Tigers game, at least one Tigers game every single summer because Comerica Park, in my opinion, you know, being from Michigan and all, it's one of the best parks I think I've ever been to. I mean, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful ballpark. I mean, it's just, it's, it's nice to see the city. Um, when the sun beams down onto the field, it's nice and pretty. I love the scoreboard. You know, you can see the whole crowd. I mean, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful ballpark. I love going there. I really do with my family, my friends, but watching, you know, watching highlights and not seeing, not seeing that stadium full. I mean, what is Chris Illich? How, how does he feel about that? I mean, he owns the Tigers. Like, I mean, what the hell are you doing, dude? I mean, that, that, that's embarrassing. Like a pro professional sports team should not should not uh have empty uh stadiums empty uh, arenas like that that's that's bullshit you know this is professional sports i mean seats should be packed every single night but when your team's not performing i mean why would i want to spend thirty dollars fifty dollars for parking and then another you know like 40 bucks on the ticket i mean tickets are probably like 10 bucks now just because they want the people to get into the stadium to watch the tigers but I mean, you're spending all that money and then gas too, you know, wherever you're driving from, you know, it's a lot of money, especially now with inflation being crazy, <laughs> gas is 5.29, 5.39 a gallon. I think I saw the other day. So crazy ass times, but you know, Chris, I mean, you know, like I said, uh, rest in peace to your old man, your old man wanting to win. I don't think you do. No, I, I think you see profits as long as you make a, a profit at the end of the day, you don't care about winning, and that's bullshit. You know, if I was an owner, I would have that win, 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 win mentality. I mean, that's how you get the crowds into the park. That's how you get the star players because you have that winning mentality. Like if you're tanking this season, or if you are just, you know, giving up because you know you, you have a you, you have a uh, 26 and 40 record. I mean. I mean that, that 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 that's bullshit. I don't believe in that. You know, this is professional sports. You, it's supposed to be competitive. You compete every single day. I don't care where you are. Just try, try. Go out there and play the game for nine innings. That's all you got to. But uh, yeah, Tigers are uh, not looking too good. So sorry, Miz man. I know you didn't want to hear that, but like I said, man, call spades spade. It's unfortunate. You know, I don't want to talk uh, trash about the Tigers or the Red Wings or the Lions or the Pistons, but. The truth is the truth. Tigers, the Tigers suck. I mean, they suck so bad. Uh, they are not exciting to watch. So, sorry, all you baseball fanatics, all you Tigers fans out there who uh, didn't like hearing that, but it is what it is. And then obviously, and then their last ten games, they're three and seven. So I got to throw that out there as well. So enough of that bullshit. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about uh, the teams that are actually kicking ass, like the New York Yankees. Yeah, we love the Yankees, right? Yeah, right. The Yankees can kiss my ass. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Eric Belucky. He's a big Yankee fan. So shout out, shout out to my man Eric. Uh, he's getting married in a couple of weeks. So um, shout out to him. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he uh, he's definitely loving the fact that uh, the Yankees are uh, kicking ass right now in their division. I mean, they got a 49-17 record in the last 10 games. They're 9-1. Uh, they have a 29-7 record at home and a 20-10 and record uh, on the road. So, yeah, they are a pretty dominant team. Well, that's what happens when you have all the star players. You got Aaron Judge. You got Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, 
a bunch of guys on that team. So, yeah, he's been a Yankee fan all his life. He His favorite player was uh, Derek Jeter. So, you know, Eric's definitely uh, loving life right now, uh, I would say, with his Yankees. But, yeah, definitely uh, – uh, arguably the best team right now. Uh, they're red hot, so watch out. Uh, but yeah, they got they got finished though. You know, they got played some good baseball. To, you know, around August, September, October. You know, or you know, obviously during the play. You know, before the playoffs. So, but yeah, I was gonna say you got all these. You got all these um, guys. You got Aaron Judge. You got Stanton. You got Lemayhew, uh, Matt Carpenter. Um, Josh Donaldson, uh, Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo, um, and then obviously you got some decent pitching as well. You got, you know, you got Garrett Cole, uh, Castro, all these guys. So, yeah, the Yankees are looking pretty damn good. And I know a lot of you don't want to hear that, except for Eric Belucky or the entire Belucky family. <laughs> so shout out to them. But they're looking pretty damn good right now. I was gonna say, who's gonna stop them? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, it's a tough one. The American League's looking pretty dominant uh, from the Yankees' stand, uh, point of view. So yeah, you got that, and the Houston Astros looking pretty good. The Cheaters, <laughs> um, yeah, they're looking pretty good. And the Mets in the National League, they they uh, looking pretty good. Uh, looking at these standings, four forty four and twenty four record. Uh, so they're looking pretty good. And then Atlanta Braves, uh, uh, they were like on a fourteen game winning streak. And then the Chicago Cubs, I think, beat them a couple of days ago. But, yeah, I would say during that entire time, and I was watching a clip from uh, Mike Valente on the Valente show, he said that during that uh, winning streak, they they hit 35 home runs. And then, or, yeah, something like that. And then the Tigers had, like, 30 all year, like all season, which is crazy. You know, but that was at that time. But it just goes to show how bad the Tigers are. So, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I know. I got to get off the Tigers uh, subject. But, yeah, Atlanta Braves looking pretty good after that crazy-ass uh, winning streak that they had uh, uh, last week uh, going on. And then, obviously, the Dodgers looking pretty good. St. Louis Cardinals looking good. And then the Padres looking pretty good. But, unfortunately, they're losing one of their star players, uh, Manny Machado, uh, spraining his ankle. Uh, I didn't see the video, but I heard it was pretty pretty gruesome. Uh, so that's very unfortunate because even when I was religiously watching baseball, and I know that's another sport I got to start watching. So sorry, guys. I know I'm slacking. Dumb motherfucker. <laughs> I know this is guys' time with the prize, man. You talk about all sports, not just football and hockey and mixed martial arts. You talk about basketball and baseball, too, you dumb dick. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll definitely have to start watching some more baseball. But yeah. At least I get notifications on my phone from Bleacher Report. So thank you, Bleacher Report, for that. But, yes, Padres are going to be without uh, Manny Machado. Uh, obviously, he he uh, messed up his, uh, his ankle. So he's going to be out for a while, which is unfortunate because, obviously, he's a great player. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – that's uh that's very unfortunate, but you know we'll see what happens. Maybe uh maybe this can be a rallying cry to give them some motivation to keep uh keep going. But yeah, right now they're on the three game losing streak, so hopefully they can turn that around um at, uh pretty soon without Manny Machado. So yeah, that's pretty much it for uh baseball. So yeah, I was gonna say that's probably the most we talked about baseball on this podcast. But I know, I know, I'm slacking with basketball and baseball. I have to talk more about those. 
switch it up a little bit because I know you guys are probably getting sick and tired of football and hockey. I know you're not, but <laughs> but yeah, you know, this is guys time with Bryce. We got to talk about all sports, but yeah, that is baseball for today. So yeah, we got the NBA finals covered. We got baseball covered and now let's talk about some UFC. So yeah, fight night uh, occurred uh, this past weekend, uh, Saturday. Uh, I watched a few fights. They were pretty damn good. I would say, um, I read, uh, there was a, I saw something, I think, uh, MMA news, or I think Bleacher Report said that the, this past fight night that occurred this weekend, it made the most money. It was the most profitable, uh, fight night, um, ever, uh, in the history of the UFC. So congratulations to the UFC and Dana White. I mean, that's, 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 that's awesome, man. But, uh, yeah, you got that. And then there was eight knockouts, um, tied for, tied for the record uh for a fight night so yeah multiple knockouts on this card so definitely definitely um definitely some crazy shit man i mean these guys go through a lot so definitely cool to see that uh, i was gonna say i gotta get out of this page all right there you go but yeah i was gonna say saw kevin holland i saw that fight with tim memes uh kevin holland looked pretty fucking good man i mean he looked quick and he looked aggressive and he got a submission after beating the shit out of Tim Means out of all that. But yeah, he looked very, very fast, very quick, very smooth. So he gets he got the submission victory there. And then Josh Emmett and Calvin Cater, that was in the main event of the fight night this past weekend. Uh great fight. I mean, back and forth, really. Uh you know, the split decision. It came down to a split decision and Josh Emmett uh got the victory. And I think I can agree with that because he was the aggressor in my opinion, the entire time. I mean, Calvin Cater had his moments, uh, uh, but I think Josh Emmett controlled that fight, and I think his punches, his touches were more aggressive than Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater was throwing, like, a little light, like light jabs. He wasn't throwing with power like Josh Emmett was. Josh Emmett was throwing right hooks and left hooks with power. He was, you know, throwing leg kicks. He was throwing elbows. He was he was controlling that fight. So yeah, split decision win for Josh Emmett. It was a great fight. Uh, I wish I watched the whole card, but I was unfortunately I was working that weekend, so I got to see the two, two fights: Kevin Holland, Tim Memes, Josh Emmett, Calvin Cater. Uh, both great fights. So got to watch that, and then I was watching Game Two of the Stanley Cup Finals, where the Colorado Avalanche absolutely destroyed the Lightning, uh, seven nothing. So yeah, it was a Busy weekend for uh, sports. But, yeah, fight night uh, made the most money. Uh, set a record. I was going to say, let me look this up. Um, see how much money they actually made. But, yeah, it was definitely uh, it was definitely a good, good fight night. I just wish I had more time to watch the whole thing. But, yeah, I was going to say, on top of that, we got UFC 276 coming up in a couple weeks, July 2nd. Place your bets right now. We got Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion, defending his title against Jared Cannonier. That's going to be a good one, I think. I think a lot of people are, <clears throat> excuse me, I think a lot of people are uh, doubting or overlooking Jared Cannonier. He has some serious power, man. But obviously, Israel Adesanya is a monster, so it's going to be an interesting one, I think. And then obviously, you got another title fight. You got Alexander Volkanovsky defending his title, the featherweight title against Max Holloway, third time. Third time the charm, so hopefully Max Holloway gets the victory. I want Max Holloway to win, but if Volkanovski wins, then oh well, it is what it is. But I, I like to see Max Holloway become champion. I think he deserves it. He's an exciting fighter. Um, that guy is another another fucking savage. <laughs> so yeah, two title fights, man. You can't miss that one. And then Sean Strickland versus Alex 
Pereira, uh, middleweight bout. That should be a good one as well. You got Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate, uh, the veteran. Um, that should be a good one. And then Pedro Munoz versus Sean O'Malley. That should be a very interesting fight as well. So um, definitely, <laughs> definitely a stack card there. Robbie Lawler, the veteran, going up against Brian Barbarena. I know I mentioned this last time, but yeah, Uriah Hall against Andre Munoz. Jim Miller versus Bobby Green. So, yeah, some big names on that card. Uh, UFC 276, July 2nd. Uh, Going to be a good one. Two title fights live from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. So that will definitely be uh, interesting to watch. So, yeah, I just want to check something. Okay, so right here. So, yeah, fight tail. So tied from most knockout. Okay, so. So yeah, the gross total revenue for UFC Austin, you know, Austin, Texas is $1,928,370.50. Attendance was 13,689. It's the highest grossing US United States UFC t- fight night in company history, which is that's crazy uh, for a fight night, not even a pay-per-view, a fight night. And it's the 17th consecutive sellout in arenas with full capacity. So the UFC, they know what they're doing, man. They're getting their shit together. But, I mean, that's why I mean the sport continues to grow even in 2022. You know, I, you know, it's been growing for a long time now. But it keeps growing and growing and growing as we, you know, get into 2022 and then obviously going into 2023 next year. But it's fight. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, if you're a big fan of fight fights, man, like myself, UFC's fun to watch. I mean, you you want you know you want to see some of the best kick each other's asses. I mean, it's some uh, fun stuff, and then on, on and then you can actually place bets on that too. Who, who's going to win um, uh, at UFC 276? Who's going to be the middleweight champion? Andesanya or Cannonier? Who's going to be the featherweight champion? Volkanovski or Max Holloway? Who's going to win? I was going to say two title fights. Going to be a stack card uh, that night. Uh, I'm going to say, who, uh, and then who's going to win? Uh, Pedro Munoz, Sean O'Malley. As of right now, Munoz is a plus 200 underdog, and then O'Malley is a minus 240 uh, favorite. So I was going to say, place your bets for that as well. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be a good night. I was going to say, you can order the pay-per-view. Um, the prelims start at, the early prelims start at 6, and then the prelims start at 8, and then the main card, the pay-per-view, Starts at 10 o'clock, so it's going to be a good one. Two title fights, UFC 276, live from Las Vegas, Nevada, T-Mobile Arena. Two title fights, Adesanya defending the middleweight title against Jerry Cannonier. You got Volkanovski defending the featherweight title against Max Holloway for the third time. Should be a good one. Place your bets for for uh, UFC 276. So, yeah, we got that. And then uh, that's pretty much it for today, guys. So thank you so much for joining me. The main guy, Zach, the Bryce, is back. So thank you so much for joining me. And uh, as I just want to make a quick announcement. I know some of you already know, but guys, time with the Bryce, uh, we have a new home now. We're on uh, the iHeartMedia app. So download the iHeartMedia app right now. Check out Guys, Time with the Bryce. Our whole library is there. So and this episode today will be on there. I will definitely post some content on Instagram and Facebook to tell you when it will be ready to go. Because, I, you know, obviously I got to do my stuff, edit it and everything. Make sure it's nice and uh, nice and crisp and good to go. And then uh, you, you should be able to listen to the episode today on the iHeartMedia app. So, yep, yeah, download the iHeartMedia app. Look for Guys Time for the Prize. 
and listen away. I was going to say, spread the word. And, you know, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. So, yeah, we're just we're trying to make moves here, uh, here on Guys Time with the Bryce. So, yep, download the app, iHeartMedia app, and look for Guys Time with the Bryce. So, yeah, thank you so much, guys. You guys are awesome. It's Monday, uh, January, uh, not January, Jesus, uh, June 20th. Um, hopefully you guys are not, don't have allergies like I do today, like a stuffy nose and dry mouth. Stay safe. Uh, I was going to say enjoy, enjoy the summer. It's supposed to be a decent day here. It rained earlier here in Michigan. I think it's supposed to be nice the rest of the week, but you never know. It's Michigan weather. <laughs> Just wait a couple minutes, but wherever you are, enjoy the day, kick some ass, and um, I was going to say enjoy life. All right, thank you guys so much for joining me. Main guy, Zach, at The Brize. We are out. Peace.